Okay, so review of Daf Yudalid, which is number 14, and it's uh, yesterday's Daf. And of course, we started from the Mishnah of Rav Chanin Eskanakonim, um, which uh, basically is focused on uh, halacha with regards to Tumah and Tahara. And um, it, we try to apply it um, to burning the chametz on Pesach. So that's how we got into that topic. So basically, Rabbi Chaninus Kohanim introduced a leniency that the Kohanim used to do, and that is that they had no problem burning um, meat that became impure with a vlada with meat that became impure with an avatoma, even though by putting them together it's going to add to toma. But we anyway have to destroy it, it doesn't matter, and therefore it's okay to do so. Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Akiva stepped, took it a step further and said that not only that, but even to burn shemen, oil, that became invalid by contact with the Tvol Yom, which makes it basically what we would call a shlishi, third degree. Um, and you can use a, uh, a, a lamp that it burned it in a lamp that became tummy with tummy mace, which is obviously a lot higher, and your mosif tumal tumaso, that's also okay. And Rameir says that based on this, um, the, on, on what we're hearing, um, we learned that you can burn your chametz trumatoro with uh, your chametz trumatamea all in the same fire on Pesach, and that's perfectly fine to do. Rav Yossi says that's not a good comparison. You're taking it a step farther more than they said, and that's not going to work. Okay? Um, Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua, they both agree that when it comes to burning chametz, you cannot, you got to burn the chametz separately. Truma, Tumea, separate fire from Truma Tahora. The only thing that Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua do disagree on is when it's suffolk. If you can burn what's tummy besuffic with what's with 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 what's um, tummy vadai, if you can burn those two together or not, according to Rabbi Shu, you can. According to Rabbi Yezher, you cannot. And that was the Mishnah. So, first thing. They did what? Rabbi Yezher, Rabbi Shu. How often did they have to? Oh, that's all. It's probably all the time. All the time, I think so. I think so. Tuma happens, you know, like this. Uh, it's unavoidable, and that's what you have to do is destroy it. It, it had to be a common scenario. Otherwise, Rebbechlin is going to call him and wouldn't have said, Me mayam shall go on. They were never. It's probably, a, probably I mean, Tuma is a fact of life. There's nothing you can do about it. All right. So the first thing in the Gemara is, uh, wait a second, let's just try to analyze the case of Rabbi Chanina's Um The meat became tummy with a Vlad Atoma, that makes this, it, so that basically that means um, it's a Shani. Okay, it touched a, a touched a Rishon, becomes a Shani. Got it. And what are you going to happen? You're burning it with a piece of meat that became tummy with an Avatoma because it came in contact with a dead body, so that makes it... So now, you're, you're uh, I'm sorry, with a... Uh, uh, with an avatoma, so with something became so he's touching a rishon. Well, what happens when a re, when a sheni touches a rishon? It becomes again a sheni. So it's a sheni and a sheni. It's not getting any worse than it was. So what are you talking about? So the Gemara says you're right. When we said vlad avatoma, we really meant the vlad vlad toma, third degree. So third, it's a three that's becoming uh, that's coming in contact with a rishon, and now it's becoming a sheni. 
And that's the Chiddush that they never worried about, they never sweated the fact that by the process of burning together, the Shlishi is becoming a Shani, a third degree is becoming a second degree, didn't seem to bother them at all. And that's the Chiddush. Okay. So the Gemara said that there's another big problem with the whole story. This is Ochel. And we have a rule that ain't ochel metam ochel. So burning it together is not going to do anything. It's no harm, no foul. All right, I don't know if that's the expression. Some sort of expression like that. Anyway, it's not doing anything. It's not harming anything. So how, how come this is an issue in the first place? I mean, and we saw the Pasuk. Uh, Drashi yesterday, the Pasuk says, V'chiyitin mayim al-zera, and v'nafum midve'lasam alav tamehu, and the word tamehu is coming to be memai, that it's tameh, but it can't make other things tameh. It doesn't have an ability to transfer tameh to something else. So the Gemara says, now, there are qualifiers. So first you have a baye, who says that's only by chulin that, it, that it's that way, but truma and kachim, they can make, they can convey tameh. All right, well, then we have no worries according to, uh, according to Abayah, because we're talking about Kachemir. And even Rav Adbar Ava, who says that it, uh, in the, said in the name of Rava, that it's only Chulim and Truma, but Kachim does also make the same, so also does convey Tuma. That also works, because, of course, Pchinin Skanakonim is talking about Basar Kachim, which is Kachim. So uh, the question, however, is, according to Ravina, in the name of Rava, who says that it's a full Pasuk, and there's no exceptions, and the no uh, no ochel is matami any other ochel. Period. Whether it be chulin or kachim or anything or chuma, so then what are you going to say? What's the problem? What's the whole chiddush of burning them together? They're not even contracting to them through each other. So the Gemara says there's mashkin in the mix, and mashkin is a conduit, and that does be able to convey tuma from one to the other. So the Gemara says. That's true. Then, uh, then the Mishnah should have put in uh, key, that key element. That's obviously important information. So it should say they never had a problem burning meat with meat that was nitma bavatoma, uh, meat that was nitma bavatoma with meat and mashkin that were nitma. Okay, why well, you have to put in the mashkin word? So Gemara says you're right, um, but the reason why we put it in here is that this is for rabbinic level. They never had a problem of bringing it to a higher level of Tumah on a rabbinic level, because Midra Banan, Ochel is Metame Ochel, and you don't need any conduit, and that's what we're saying, that they did not concern themselves of the extra Tumah that's rabbinic, that they are uh, producing here by burning these things together. And that's the answer. Tell, next thing was Rabbi Kiva, who added on another level. The question is, what's the case over here? They have the oil. I understand that Kim Nifsel Yom that gives it a status of a Shlishi, because a Tful Yom is not really a person who's Tameh. He went to a mikvah. Um, the only thing is, is that he needs Herav Shemesh before he can eat Truma, and he's treated as a Shani, as a second degree Tameh that makes the Truma Nifsal. So, okay. Um, so basically, he's a shlishi. When you light the in a in a in a lamp, so that's uh, going to become that was nitma betami mace. So now that that makes it into a sheni. Well, guess what? You're making a shlishi into a sheni by by is that how you have any higher any bigger chiddush than Reb Chinnis kind of going? You're not taking it a step further. You're on the same page. So hainu hach as the as the gemara says. So the gemara answers that uh, Rav Yud says we're not talking about any old. 
uh, a lamp over here. We're talking about a lamp that's made out of metal that became tummy with contact, direct contact with a dead body. And as the Pesach tells us, Bachalal Cherev over mace, right? So Bachalal Cherev means somebody was killed um, by a sword. And by putting the Cherev next to the Pesach Chalal, next to the word Chalal, it teaches us that the sword is the same as the dead body, and it's now an avatoma in its own right. So now the shlishi is going to not become a sheni; it's going to become a rishon, and that is another level. So now the gemara was bothered in Rav Yehuda. Why did he feel the need to answer it up this way? That we're talking about a metal lamp. Um, it could have been a. Uh, it could have been made out of cheres, out of earthenware, out of pottery. But, uh, and the adding is still an adding because that was a case Rabbi, Rabbi Hanin is kind of going was talking about Kachim. Kachim, that's a shlishi, is Tameh because it's called Tameh because it conveys Toma to the next degree. There's a fourth degree when it comes to Kachim. Over here, the Truma is not Tameh when it's a shlishi. It's a, only Puzzle because it cannot make something else Tameh. So therefore, you're there it was Tameh and Tameh and then you're making it on a higher degree from a three to a two, and here it's a tummy and a puzzle, and I'm making it to a higher degree. Now that's a different story. That's not as, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, a, that's still a bigger leniency, because the thing itself is not really tummy in its state, and then when you're connecting it, it's gonna actually become tummy. So the Gemara says, you're right, we didn't really have the need to talk about metal, and the only reason why we did is because it's clear from the example given in the Mishnah, because the Mishnah says it became nitma bitumei meis. Now, why would that be relevant? Say nitma b'sheretz. There's only one material that is that there is a material difference between whether it's nitma bitumei meis or nitma b'sheretz, um, and that is metal, because metal with a touching, come in contact with a dead body, makes it an avatoma. And metal that's uh, with the sherets is no different than any other material that's with the sherets. That's a regular rishon. So therefore, the fact that we give it as an example clearly already pointed us in the direction that we're talking about a metal uh, lamp, and that was the answer. Okay, so comes along Rava and says that it comes out that you see that Rabbi Kiva must hold that Thomas Mashkin to be mitama, other things, must be on a Daraisa level. And the reason why he says that is because if it was only on a rabbinic level that liquids convey Tuma, um, then I don't understand really what's the practical difference whether, you know, this case of the lamp, what did it really do practically to change the oil? This oil beforehand was impure, Nothing you could do with it except consume it, destroy it, basically. Not eat it, but I'm saying destroy it. You know, use it for fuel or for light. Um, and now that's also what I'm going to be doing. Okay? It was already possible. Um, what it, 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 and if, if you can't really be metame anything else anyway, uh, liquid stuff, so then there's real no difference. Uh, if you say that now it's able to be to uh, make other things tummy, that's a big deal. That you, you did definitely elevate it. So the Gemara says, why do you say that? Maybe it's rabbinic, and the difference is that it's being elevated on a rabbinic level. That it's now rabbinically able to convey tummy to other things. Um, so the Gemara says, if that's true, then you wouldn't need it to become a nitma bavatuma. 
once you introduce rabbinic level, rabbinic level liquids are always extra stringent. And that's the halacha that, uh, that any, any liquid that comes in contact with anything tummy, be it Rishon or Shani, so it automatically becomes a Rishon. It elevates to a first degree by definition. The rabbis made that special gzera for because there are certain liquids that are extra stringent anyway, and to make it across the board, all liquids as being on that high level keeps bad things from happening or tumma from spreading. That's basically what why they established it that way. Anyway, um, and uh, so th- therefore it must be that in fact it is a Daraisa level of a difference because in a rabbinic level you wouldn't even need to talk about this case. And that's the idea. Okay, and that was the end of that. We ended off with the opinion of her mayor who said that from the words, these words, we didn't say whose words, we learn that you can burn your truma tameya, that's chametz, with your truma tahora, that's chametz, in the same fire and don't worry about it. Um, on Erev Pesach. And the question is, whose words did he derive this out of? If he derived it from that was both things being Tameh. Who says that you could do it when one of them is Tor? And if you're going from Erev Kiva, then one was Tameh, one was Puzzle. Who says you could do it by Tor and Tameh? So that doesn't really work. So the Gemara answered, and this is where we left off, that Rabbi Meir holds that the Mishnah is talking about Avatuma, which is from the Torah, and Avlada Tuma, which is from the Rabbis. So in a Torahitic perspective, Midaraisa, this second one, the Vlada Tuma, is really not tar, not Tami at all. It's completely tar. And they had no problem burning it. So you have to always think about it from a stringent sense. Why is it okay to burn? Obviously, the rabbis don't worry about that at all. And that's what the Gemara says, and that was the um, and uh, the Divrayim is going back to Reb Chinin's Kanakonim. He said that it was Nitma Avatoma, became t- uh, contact with the Nitma Vladatoma, and the Vladatoma was Nitma not uh, on a rabbinic level, and you can burn what's only rabbinically Tame with what's um, Torah Edic Tame, and that's basically taking something tar and burning it with something Tame, and it's going to become more Tame, and that's a big Chiddush. And that is where we left off yesterday. That's the end of the review. Let me just... Okay.